Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Mem Rabbi Avram Goldhai and today we're Zechus Yuma Daf Mem, the fourth parak Tarpa Kalpi. This year will not include a pop quiz. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara on the bottom of Daf Lamed Tes on the base introduces Malchokas whether drawing the lots for the two Seirim is essential. Rabbi Yanai said, Aliyah's Gorma took Kalpi Ma'akeves, Hanacha in Ma'akeves. The drawing of the lot from the lottery box, the Kalpi, is essential to the Yom Kippur Avoda, but placing the lot on the appropriate goat is not essential. Yochanan said, Af Aliyah in Ma'akeves. Even drawing the lots is not essential. According to the second interpretation of the Malchokas, they disagree with respect to the view of Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that any Avoda done in the Big Day Lavan outside the Kaddish Kadashim is not essential. Rabbi Yochanan's opinion is obviously congruent with Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yanai, who holds that the drawing of lots is essential, would say that Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is not a contradiction to this, as the lacha is different with regard to drawing lots because the words Asher Allah, which came up, is mentioned two times, indicating that it is essential. The Gemara tends to bring a proof against Rabbi Yanai from a bryson that states, If the avoda was done out of order, Neglect a part of the avoda of the seer does not invalidate the avoda of the par that was improperly done before. The Gemara suggests that the avoda of the seer that was not done in order was the drawing of lots, and yet the service is not invalidated. So this would seem to prove that the drawing of lots is not essential. The Gemara rejects this proof, saying that the ton of the Bryce was Rabbi Shimon, who holds that drawing the lots are not essential. Alternatively, the Tanakh could be Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that although drawing of the lots in order is not essential, the basic drawing of lots is essential. Point number two, the Gemara tends to prove that all Tanayim agree that the lottery is not essential. From a Bryce where Rabbi Kifas Talmud asked him what the din is if the lot for Hashem came up in the Kohen Gadol's left hand. Is he allowed to change it to his right hand since that's an auspicious sign that the Jewish people would be forgiven? Rabbi Kiva answered, Don't give the tzedukim a basis to dominate. Rashi explains that the tzedukim will use this to support their claim that the Chamin formulate the law according to their own whims. The Gemara suggests from this that if not for this concern, switching hands would be permissible, implying that drawing lots is not essential. If it were essential, the left-hand goat would be determined to be the one for Hashem. The Gemara rejects this proof by reinterpreting the Talmudim's question to be that in a case that the lottery came up in the left hand, would it be permissible to switch the lottery to the right hand and switch the left-hand goat to the right side? And point number three, the Gemara brings a conclusive proof. The Rebihuda holds the drawing of lots to be essential. For it was stated in the Sifra that the Pasuk says in reference to the lots, Va'asau chatas, and it shall make it, referring to the seer that the lot of Hashem fell upon, into a chatas. Hagor oseu chatas, ve'en Hashem oseu chatas. Only the lot makes the goat a chatas, but verbally designating the goat with the name chatas does not make the seer a chatas. Rashi explains that merely declaring the seer to be a chatas without the drawing of lots doesn't invest the seer with the status of a chatas. Since Stam Sifra Rabbi Yehuda, anonymous Bryce's in the Sifra Rabbi Yehuda, this proves conclusively that he holds that drawing lots is essential. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara on the bottom of the Lamatez Ambase introduces a Malchokas where the drawing the lots for the two Seirim is essential. Rabbi said, Aliyah's Goral Matol Kalpi Ma'akeves, Hanacha in Ma'akeves. The drawing of lots from the lottery box, the Kalpi is essential for the Yom Kippur Avoda, but placing the lot on the appropriate goat is not essential. Yochanan said, Even drawing the lot is not essential. According to the second interpretation of the Malchokas, they disagree with respect to the view of Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that any avoda done in the Big Day Lavan outside the Kodesh is not essential. Rabbi Yochanan's opinion is obviously congruent with Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yanai, who holds that the drawing of lots is essential, would say 
The Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is not a contradiction to this, as the halacha is different with regard to drawing lots, because the words Asher Allah, which came up, is mentioned two times, indicating that it is essential. The Gemara attempts to bring a proof against Rabbi Yanai from a Bryce that states, If the avoda was done out of order, neglect a part of the avoda of the seer doesn't invalidate the avoda of the part that was improperly done before it. Now the Gemara suggests that the avoda of the seer that was not done in order was the drawing of lots, and yet the service is not invalidated. This would seem to prove that the drawing of lots is not essential. The Gemara rejects this proof, saying that the Tana of the Brisa was Rabbi Shimon, who holds that drawing the lots are not essential. Alternatively, the Tana could be Rabbi Huda, who holds that although the drawing of lots in order is not Ma'akev, the basic drawing of lots is Ma'akev. Point number two, the Gemara attempts to prove that all Tanaim agree that the lottery is not Ma'akev. From a Brisa where Rabbi Kiva Stamboim asked him what the din is if the lot for Hashem came up in the Kohen Gadol's left hand. Is he allowed to change it to his right hand, since that's an auspicious sign that the Jewish people will be forgiven? Rabbi Kiva answered, Don't give the tzedukim a basis to dominate. Rashi explains that the tzedukim will use this to support their claim that the Chamim formulate the law according to their own whims. So the Gemara suggests from this that if not for this concern, switching hands would be permissible, implying that drawing lots is not essential. If it were essential, if it were ma'akev, the left-hand goat would be determined to be the one for Hashem. The Gemara rejects this proof by reinterpreting the Talbidian's question to be that in a case that the lottery came up in the left hand, would it be permissible to switch the lottery to the right hand and switch the left-hand goat to the right side? And pointing with you, the Gemara brings a conclusive proof that Rebuta holds the drawing of lots is ma'akev. It was stated in the Sifra that the Pasuk says in reference to the lots, Va'asau chatas, and it shall make it, referring to the seer that the lot for Hashem fell upon into a chatas. Hagoro aseu chatas ve'en Hashem oseu chatas. Only the lot makes the goat a chatas, but verbally designating the goat with the name chatas doesn't make the seer a chatas. Rashi explains that merely declaring the seer to be a chatas without the drawing of lots doesn't invest the seer with the status of a chatas. Since Stam Sifra of Yehuda, Anonymous Bryce's in the Sifra, Rabbi Yehuda, this proves conclusively that he holds that drawing lots is essential. Alright, so now we go to a similar Duff Mem, and our standard similar relates to Mayim. We use a pool to make it a more distinct, so a pool is our similar. So here goes. The pool race was a disaster when an argument broke out whether a lot was essential to decide who gets the coveted right lane, and when the head counselor switched the starting gun from his left to right hand, the camp prankster put a sticker on him officially designating him as Achatas. Once again, it's a motion. The pool race, pool race, that must mean we're on Duff Mem. The pool race was a disaster when an argument broke out whether a lot was essential to decide who gets the coveted right lane. Which reminds us, the Gemara on the bottom of Duff Lamet has on base introduced a Malchokas whether drawing the lots or the two of Seirim is essential. Rabbi Yanai said, The drawing of the lot from the Kalpi is essential for the Yom Kippur voter, but placing the lot on the appropriate goat isn't essential. Rabbi Yochanan said, even drawing the lots is not essential. According to the second interpretation of the Machokas, they disagree with respect to the view of Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that any avoda done in the big day of outside the Kaddish Kaddashim is not essential. Rabbi Yochanan's opinion is obviously congruent with Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yanai, who holds that the drawing of lots is essential, would say that Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is not a contradiction to this, as the lach is different with regard to drawing lots, because the words Asher Allah, which came up, is mentioned two times, indicating that it's essential. The Gemara attempts to bring a proof against Rabbi Yana from a Bryce that states, Vesi'ir in Ma'akim is a part. If the avoda was done out of order, neglect a part of the avoda of the seer does not invalidate the avoda of the par that was improperly done before it. The Gemara suggests that the avoda of the seer that was not done in order 
was the drawing of lots, and yet the service is not invalidated. This would seem to prove that the drawing of lots is not essential. The Gemara rejects this proof, saying that the town of the Bryce was Rabbi Shimon, who holds that drawing the lots are not essential. Alternatively, the town could be Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that although the drawing of lots in order is not essential, the basic drawing of lots is essential. So the pool race was a disaster when an argument broke out whether a lot was essential to decide who gets the coveted right lane. And when the head counselor switched the starting gun from his left to right hand, which reminds us, the Gemara tends to prove that all Tanaim agree that the lottery is not essential from a price where Rabbi Kiva's Talmud asked them what the din is if the lot for Shem came up in the Kohen Gadol's left hand. Is he allowed to change it to his right hand since that's an auspicious sign that the Jewish people will be forgiven? Rabbi Kiva answered, don't give the Tzedukim a basis to dominate. Rashi explains that Tzedukim will use this to support their claim that the Chamim formulate the law according to their own whims. The Gemara suggests from this that if not for this concern, switching hands would be permissible, implying that drawing lots is not essential. If it were essential, the left-hand goat would be determined to be the one for Hashem. The Gemara rejects this proof by reinterpreting the Talmudian's question to be that in a case where the lottery came up in the left hand, would it be permissible to switch the lottery to the right hand and switch the left-hand goat to the right side? So the pool race was a disaster when an argument broke out whether a lot was essential to decide who gets the coveted right lane. And when the head counselor switched the starting gun from his left to right hand, the camp prankster put a sticker on him officially designating him as a chattas. Which reminds the more brings a conclusive proof that Rabbi Yudah holds the drawing of lots to be essential. It was stated in the Sifra that the Pasuk says in reference to the lots, Vasau chattas, and it shall make it, referring to the seer that the lot for Shem fell upon into a chattas. Hagoro aseo chattas, ve'enashem aseo chattas. Only the lot makes the goat a chattas, but verbally designating the goat with the name chattas does not make the seer a chattas. Rashi explains that merely declaring the seer to be a chattas without the drawing of lots doesn't invest the seer with the status of a chattas. Since Stam Sifra Rabbi Yehuda, anonymous prices in the Sifra Rabbi Yehuda, this proves conclusively that he holds that drawing lots is essential. So once again, the pool race was a disaster when an argument broke out whether a lot was essential to decide who gets the coveted right lane, and when the head counselor switched the starting gun from his left to right hand, the camp prankster put a sticker on him officially designating him as a chattas. All right, now it's time for our four blah blah chazara. The simmer daf is a lulav. So here goes. The lulavim, lulavim, that must be more on daf lamedvav. The lulavim standing upright in the northern part of the Azora, between the ulam and the mizbeach, which reminds the mission on the bottom daf lamed heyam and base discusses the kongadol's vidui on his par, which is done in the northern part of the Azora, in the place where it's shechted. He comes to the bull and his bull would be standing between the ulam and the mizbeach. The Gemara here suggests that the Mishnah is going according to Rebbe Lezab Rebbe Shimon based on a Bryce that taught Ezu Tzafon. What part of the Azar is regarded as north? Rebbe Yosef Rebbe Yudah says it's from the north wall of the Mizbech until the north wall of the Azorah. Rebbe Lezab Rebbe Shimon adds the area between the Ulm and the Mizbech and Rebbe adds the area in which the Kohanim may walk referring to the Ezra's Kohanim as well as the area in which non-Kohanim walk referring to the Ezra's Yisrael both of which are east of the Mizbech. The Gemara concludes the Mishnah can also be going according to Rebbe, for if he holds an area of less Kedusha is considered north, then certainly an area closer to the Ulam is considered north. The reason the part is positioned between the Ulam and the Mizbeach and Yom Kippur is Mishim Chush of the Kohen Gadol, because of the weakness of the Kohen Gadol, confessing and then shakting it farther away would require carrying the blood a greater distance. So, the Ulam standing upright in the northern part of the Azorah, between the Ulam and the Mizbeach, in Sukkah the Lekha transgressor, who said Vidui on his Ola, which reminds us, the Gemara brings a price that includes the Malchus regarding Vidui on an Ola. Although an Ola is not brought for transgressing a mitzvah's losase, 
Rabbi Yosef Akuli says one does confess on it for the sins of Leket Shechut Peh Umaisoani. Rabbi Kiva says an all is not brought except for violating a Mrs. Ase and a Mrs. Losase Shenitiko Ase, a Mrs. Losase that's remedied by Mrs. Ase. Rabbi Yumi brings one interpretation of the Malkokas and Abai disagrees, saying, They disagree regarding the Mitzvah's Asi of You Shall Leave, with which the prohibitions of Leket and Peh conclude. Rabbi Kiva holds Tazov Mikar Mashma. That You Shall Leave implies the initial obligation to leave the Leket and Peh for the poor, but it's not meant to rectify a prior failure to do so. Therefore, these mitzvahs are not in the category of Olavanita Kalase. Rabbi Yosef Gli holds Hashtamashma, that this command complies a present obligation taking effect after the prohibition has been violated and serves to remedy the transgression. Hence, they do fall under the category of Olav Anita Kla'ase. So, the Ulam is standing upright in the northern part of the Azorah, between the Ulam and the Mizbeach, encircled the like a transgressor who said Vidui Anazola, saying Chatasi Avisi Pashati. Which reminds us, it was taught in Bryce that Ramir holds that the Kongadal says Vidui over his par by saying Avisi Pashati Vichatasi. For this, how Moshe referred to Hashem as Nose Avon Mepesha Vichata'a, forgiver of Avon Pesha Vichata'a. The Chachamim challenged Ramir because Avonas are willful sins, Bishaim are rebellious sins, and Chataim are inadvertent sins. So once one confesses over the first two, which are intentional, it doesn't make sense that he confesses over the inadvertent ones. Rather, the order is Chatasi Vavisi Upashati Ufanecha, placing the inadvertent sins first, followed by those done willfully, and then followed by those done in rebellion. What Moshe was saying was, Master of the universe, at a time the Yisrael sins before you and then does teshuva, transform for them their willful sins into inadvertent ones. So the symbol of is laser tag. So here goes. The kids probably wearing their I Say Please stickers were allowed to walk diagonally on the sides of their laser tag coach. Laser tag coach. That must be more on Daf Lamed Zion. The kids probably wearing their I say please stickers, which reminds us we learned that the Yom Kippur Vidui begins with the word Anna, please, because Kapar stated here regarding the Kongadal's par, and Kapar stated there regarding Moshe Rabbeinu's confession at Chorev after the Jews' worship of the Egel Zahav. Just as there at Chorev the Vidui began with the word Anna, so to here the Vidui begins with the word Anna. We also know that the Vidui is recited with the divine name because Kapar stated here regarding the bull, and Kapar is mentioned regarding the Egel Arufa. Just as there the Vidui began with the divine name, so to here the Vidui is said with the divine name. So the kids proudly wearing their I Say Please stickers were allowed to walk diagonally on the sides of the laser tag coach. Which reminds us, Rav Yudas said, If one walks to the right of his Rebbe, he is a boor. The Mir explains that by walking next to his Rebbe, he appears to equate himself to him. Secondly, the Mir says, he should walk to the left of his Rebbe, so that if he needs to assist his Rebbe, his right hand will be available to help him. The Gemara questions this based on a number of sources. The next mission states that when the Kong Gadol walks to do the service with the two goats, Haskan Mimino Rosh Beisav Mismolo. The Skan walks to the right, and the Rosh Beisav walks to his left. Secondly, it was taught in a Brisa regarding three are walking along the road, Harab Be'emsa Gadol Mimino Bekatim Mismolo. The Rub should be in the middle, with the greater Talmi to his right, and the less one to his left, which we find with the three Malachi Ashars who visit Avram. Mikhail was in the middle, Gabriel was to his right, and Raphael was to his left. How then could Rabbi Yehuda disparage someone who walks to the left of his rabbi? When the initial answer that he was walking behind his rabbi is rejected, since someone who does so is considered Megase Ruach, from among the arrogant, the Gemara concludes that the Brisa meant that the Talmud should be diagonally to the side of his rabbi. So the kids probably wearing their I Say Please stickers were allowed to walk diagonally on the side of their laser tag coach and watch him laser a curse on a tablet against their rivals in alphabet code.
which reminds us, the Mishnah stated that Helena, the mother of Mumbaz and Melech, made a golden tablet upon which the Parsha Sot was written. Rashi explains she made this to avoid opening a Sefer Torah in order for a Sofer to copy the oaths. The Gemara says that one can learn from this, Kosin Megil Latinok that we may write a scroll that only contains a Parsha from the Torah from which a child may be taught. Reish Lakish refuted this saying in the name of Rabbi Yanai, Baal Beis, the Parsha Sot was inscribed on the tablet in alphabet form, meaning only the first letter of each word was written. The Kohen viewed each letter and wrote the corresponding word. This would avoid violating the prohibition against writing a portion of the Torah. When this is challenged from a Bryce, the Gemara revises its answer and says, the tablet contained the beginning words of each Pasuk and the rest of the words were written in alphabet form. Daf Lamed Ches, so the similar Lamed Ches, is a Dabralach, a liquid, and we use chicken soup. So here goes. The two miniature copper doors floating in the pot of hot chicken soup, hot chicken soup, that must be more in Daf Lamed Ches, a Dabralach. The two miniature copper doors floating in the pot of hot chicken soup, which reminds the Mishnah of Lamed Zayda Amadov stated, Nikonor Nasin Nisin Del Sosov, regarding Nikonor miracles occurred to his doors, Gemara brings a price that explains that he had purchased copper doors in Alexandria for the eastern gate of the Azorah. Upon his return, he saw the first door that had been thrown overboard because of the storm poking out from under the walls of the ship. Others say a sea creature had swallowed it and sped it out on land. Therefore, all the gates that were in the base of Migdash were rendered out of gold except for Nikonor. So the two miniature copper doors floating in the pot of hot chicken soup caused the steam to rise up in a straight pillar, which reminds us the next Mishnah lists various families individuals that are mentioned with the Ganai unfavorably for not wanting to share their unique skills with others. Base Garma didn't want to teach their secret for keeping the Lechem upon him fresh for the entire week. Base Aptinas didn't want to share their secret for preparing the Katoris so that the smoke went straight up in a pillar. Hugras Ben Levi knew a special musical method but didn't want to teach it. And Ben Kumster didn't want to teach his method for writing with four pens at the same time. The Gemara clarifies that in the first three cases, the motivation not to teach the skill was so that it shouldn't fall the hands of idolaters. Referring to them, it said, Zecher Tzadik of Bracha. The mention of Tzadik is for Bracha. Ben Kamsar, however, had no excuse for not teaching his skill, and concerning him it said, V'shem Rasham Yerkav, and the name of the wicked, Orat. So the two miniature copper doors floating in the pot of hot chicken soup caused the steam to rise up in a straight pillar, and helped all those that smelled its aroma to not forget their learning. Which reminds us, Rabbi Lazar said, Anyone who causes himself to forget something from his learning causes his children to go into exiles. It says, Because you've forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. Riyabau said, He's demoted from his position of greatness. For it says at the beginning of that Pasuk, Because you have spurned knowledge, I will spurn you for ministering to me. Daflamates, so the Simmer Daflamates is a letter or a mailman. So here goes. As the surgeon removed the tiny letter, obstructing the sinful mailman's heart, letter, mailman, that must mean Lamates. As the surgeon removed the tiny letter, obstructing the sinful mailman's heart, which reminds us it was Tani Shibra Bishmo, Aver Metamtemas Libushal Adam, and Aver obstructs the heart of a person, as it says in the Pasad, You should not contaminate yourselves through them, lest you become contaminated through them. Don't pronounce it lest you become contaminated, but rather lest you become obstructed. The Gemara also brings a Drasha book as one spiritual growth. It was taught in a Brisa. The Pasuk says, You shall sanctify yourselves and become holy. 
So as the surgeon removed the tiny letter obstructing the sinful mailman's heart, he pulled it out with his lucky right hand for the 40th year in a row, which reminds us it was taught in a brisa that during the 40 years that Shimon and Setting served as Kongado, Hayagoro Olubiyami, the lot inscribed for Hashem would always come up in his right hand, which was a good sign that Kalisol found favor before Gushbarchu. The Bryson continues listing other positive signs that occurred during his tenure as Kongado, the strip of red wool would always whiten, the Nemeravi would always remain lit, the fire of the Marach would always burn strong on his own, and a brach was sent on the omen, the Shteyalechem, the Lechem upon him, and every Kongado received just a piece, a size of the Kazais, either was sated or even left some over. It was taught in another Braisa that during the four years prior to the destruction of Baishani, the lot inscribed for Hashem never came up in the Kongado's right hand, the strip of red wool never white, the Nemeravi never remained lit, and the doors of the Heichel would open on their own, which Rashi explains was a sign for the enemies of the Jewish people to come and destroy it. So, as the surgeon removed the tiny letter obstructing the sinful mailman's heart, he pulled it out with his lucky right hand for the 40th year in a row, while the sweet fragrance of incense wafted in from ten parsos away. Which reminds us, it was taught in a brace that ten times a Kongado pronounces the name, referring to the four-letter name of a Baruch Hu, on Yom Kippur, three times in the first Vidui, three times in the second Vidui, three times over the Sirul Azazel, and one time with the lots. And it happened during the time when miracles occurred in the base of Mikdash that he said the name and his voice was heard in Yericho. And Rabbi Baruchana said, from Yishlam until Yericho is a distance of ten parsos, and the creaking of the hinge of the Heichon doors was heard when they were open and closed at a distance of eight chumishabas. The goats from Yericho would sneeze from the fragrance of the Gatoras, and the woman Yericho didn't have to perfume themselves, nor did a bride in Yishlam have to perfume herself because of the fragrance of the Gatoras.